Hello and welcome to Still No Plan. I'm Jordan Granger. And I'm Autumn Webb, and we are so happy to have you here back listening to us. In another week, another week of things. I was gonna say like the episode number, and then I didn't remember. So then I was like, <laughs> oh, you're back. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you're back here. <laughs> I know. I wonder if there's any, my mom, I was gonna say, I wonder if there's any like day one listen to every single episode that we've had I think my mom has (laughs) I know when I was um leaving work on my last day last week my coworkers like yeah we'll have to start listening to your podcast every week now and I was like yeah if you really miss my voice that much you'll have to you have to tune in (laughs) yeah I know someone my a couple of my coworkers like brought it up to me and they're like Mm. oh my god you have a podcast and I was like I didn't want it to reach this crowd. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, scary. But they're all sweet and they're the coworkers that I love. So it's fine. But I'm like, oh God, I don't think I want work work people listening. I just want strangers listening. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I want- think it weird when our friends say they listen. No, I love it. I love all of them so much. <laughs> but I'm like, ah, oh, it's embarrassing. Like, what have we been talking about? <laughs> I know. It's like, I think I have two podcast stories. One on co-workers so I don't know if I said this on the podcast but I think I told you this that I was having an interview for like one of the clinical work jobs I need to I'm going to start doing soon and sometimes zoom even though I'm logged into my personal email it will just log mm-hmm. me into our still no plan email and so I opened the zoom for this interview and it's like still no plan the <laughs> podcast and I was like oh my god and I was like I'm just not going to acknowledge it like if I don't say anything it'll be cool right like hopefully they don't say anything and then they were like quick question before we get started here uh what's still no plan and I was like shit (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and then second note on friends I know I will like tell we'll just I like black out I don't even know what we talk about in these episodes basically and um then I'll get a text from our friends being like such a fun I'm cracking up at the story you're telling and I'm like (laughs) shit what story did I tell like what's going on I know I used to listen to all of them in the Mm -hmm. beginning and now I don't listen to all of them but I do listen to them sometimes and I'll literally listen like a day like we we record it and then we post it the next day like most of the time and so I'll listen like a day later and be like huh that's funny like how witty of us (laughs) it's like brand new I know I used to edit all of them like just hard not hardcore, like chopping up a bunch, but I just wanted to listen through to make sure. But now I'm like, I just text Jordan and be like, we didn't say anything embarrassing, right? And then we confirm there was nothing embarrassing. And then I just post it on the internet. But whenever I, fly. if there is something we need to cut out or I listen to it, I'm like, we're funny. Like, I love us. <laughs> I love, everybody loves us. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like I had something I wanted to talk about with with our audience and I'm forgetting it but oh do you have I, something you looked excited yes I did have have two things so mm-hmm. um the first thing it's a new moon tonight which oh, I yeah. wasn't prepared for um so I have to have some sort of like manifestation ritual I don't know if you're going to do anything for it well one it's a new moon tonight two it's your birthday week three you're seeing Taylor Swift this week those are big things those are things that we should talk about with those are big community (laughs) yes so um I'm trying to find so the fun thing about the new moon also is it's a new moon in cancer so it's like my new moon um Mm -hmm. so I'm definitely going to be doing something I'm like reading autumn sent me a little thing 
Think of this new moon as a fertile ground for a clean slate and fresh start, a release from emotional baggage from the past. I love that. I like mm-hmm. that. Um, it's understandable if you're not feeling completely social during these few days as a cancer new moon always calls on us to nurture ourselves from the inside. As a water sign, cancer vibes are all about feeling the natural ebb and flow of life. A ritual bath can help you alchemize your feelings. Add some moonstone crystals, Epsom salts, white roses, and essential oil for extra sweetness. While in the bath, meditate on your emotional journey. Um, I think that's really cute. (laughs) I don't have a bath here. Oh, that sucks. You You don't have one upstairs? No, it's really annoying, but maybe I'll take a really good like steam shower with good essential oils and just like yeah, and just sauna sit. and med- meditate. Yeah. 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 My, one of my mom's neighbors gave her this like moonstone candle. So I think mm. I'll light the moonstone candle and then I have like Epsom salts or whatever, and I'll just take a nice bath. And I think I was telling you before we started recording that I've been my anxiety this last week has been like extra heightened. And I Mm -hmm. think there's so many things at play, obviously with like major life change and like starting all of that is overwhelming for me. But I think part of it is new moon too. I feel like new moons always kind of stir up weird emotional stuff. So I kind of want to read more into it. Especially in cancer. Mm-hmm. yeah like you're like emotional and I have cancer I wonder where my cla- cancer placements are I kind of just want to like do some astrology do digging some to see what else I should be letting go of or manifesting for myself tonight yeah I've had super weird feelings too I was like extra anxious this weekend and just feeling off I've been feeling off mm-hmm. so, so I feel like that's moon. actually it is the moon um <laughs> I can always so we, I diagnosed you <laughs> Well, especially, okay. Like I love, I love my cancer sign because it's ruled, it's ruling planet is the moon. So it's like Mm -hmm. kind of the easiest one to be like, well, I'm really controlled by the moon here. Like, I don't really know Mm -hmm. what all the other planets are doing at every moment, but I do know what the moon's doing most of the time. And so it's like pretty easy to be like, yep, it's a full moon. I'm like feeling great. Or like, I'm feeling off. Cause it's like a little Mm -hmm. bit, you know? So but yes, birthday weekend. I'm very excited. Taylor Swift is like obviously the, the main event for that. I don't, we don't have any other major plans. I think we're just going to like go to a family dinner. Um, and yeah, we might, the, someone just posted and said that they just went to the musical six and apparently it's incredible. And then we've heard multiple people say like, it's so, so good. It's about um, which King is it that like killed all of his wives? It's about his Henry VIII. Yeah, it's about his wives, I believe. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. So fun fact, I'm a nerd about Henry the Eighth and those like mm. Queen Elizabeth the First and those. But you haven't people. read the other Boleyn Girl? Um, no, but I love the movie. It's on my list. It's on my list of books to read. I didn't I well watched that movie when I was like young because I became obsessed with it when I was in like third or fourth grade, which is like kind of a weird thing for like an eight-year-old to <laughs> like. <laughs> that was me uh I didn't know back then that it was even like an option to read it and so yeah now I'll be I'll be reading it. I have other bowling girl and then I just watched Emma um mm. which is another Jane Austen book and there's a movie with Anna Taylor Joy is that how you say her name and yes. it was really cute and so I now I want to read that book too so but I also have Throne of Glass I have too many books that I that I <laughs> want to read so <laughs> yeah but I'm that, excited I'm for you to so, read Throne of Glass. I'm so excited for you to see Taylor Swift. And 
Also, turning 25 is big. Our brains are developing. My brain is fully developed. I definitely feel it. Um, but yeah, it is. It is weird. Maybe I'm, uh, yeah, I need to really use this new moon tonight to think about what I'm letting go of in mm-hmm. my first quarter century and what I'm bringing into my next quarter century. Crazy. That's a lot of years. That's crazy. So many years. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this weekend. It should be fun. I cannot and wait to hear all about it. I, I will give updates. Yeah, I have a dilemma now. Basically, mm. I talked to my dad and I was like, all I want in my life is to go to Taylor Swift. And he was like, okay, you can go to Taylor Swift. Like, but do you have someone that's going with you? And I'm like, well, no one wants to go with me and spend that much money. Like no one cares as much as I do about going. And so now I'm like, do I just say fuck it and go by myself? Yes. Like, is that- I think. I feel like you, one, have you like, remember you were like, oh, I want to go on more dates by myself and like be more comfortable by yourself. And I just think that like, truly you, especially anyone else is going to bring you down. Like nobody's going to match your energy (laughs) except like all the people around you, you know? I know. So maybe just like go alone and make friends and like have the best time ever by yourself. Yeah. That's, I think you, I think that would be a really adult great journey for you to like go by myself like a fun a challenge that's like a like a graduation I feel like like that's a real take yourself on a date because yeah. it's one thing to like go to dinner by yourself but like a concert feels big yeah but I think it works perfectly like I think it ends up being great I know my dad's like think about it and then tell me because I don't want to buy you these tickets if you don't if you're not if you don't want to go by yourself like for real yeah and that's really fun. I feel like that's a better option than like me going there and trying to like get some scalp. I feel like I'll just get scammed. Like even in yeah. these like resale groups, I just feel like I can't I don't trust scam. anyone out there. No. And so and they, I we got scammed so many times in college for like $50 tickets and I, like that's fine, but <laughs> like this not fine. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like you just deserve to for sure go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you, you don't want to just be like, maybe it'll work out. Like you deserve to be like, oh no, I'm going tomorrow and I can plan my outfits. And like, mm-hmm. I, I want that for you. Yeah. I think that's really cute. I hope you go alone because I think that'll be a really just like beautiful journey for you. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I want to hear all about it. I think I'm going to like post on my Instagram story and be like, question, like, has anyone gone to so by themselves and wasn't the best time of their lives or like just kind of like it I'm like 80% like on yes and so I kind of just want like a couple more nudges but that was a good nudge so now I'm like 85% yes so yes <laughs> I feel like the weight that I carry in your life should sway you at least like 10% okay so now I'm 90% <laughs> yes but I think you know when you want like a little extra like you know yeah. external you know, validation that no, it's a good that's idea what- that's what made us buy our tickets because they were so stupid expensive and they're in the th- the 300s. And we were like, but Heidi went the night that we were going to, that we found these tickets that were like cheap relatively to the rest of them. And so I like put them in my cart and I texted Heidi and I was like, hey, can you send me like pictures and videos from your view in your section? Cause she was really high up and like had nosebleeds with her mom. And she was mm-hmm. like, Jordan, 
it was amazing. Like honestly, pictures and videos don't do it justice. There's no bad seats. You'll have the best time. Like she's literally like running around the entire time. Like it's not, she doesn't just like sit on the stage or anything. And so that was the nudge that we needed. And you just mm-hmm. kind of need that. Like, okay, yeah, this is, I'm not insane for doing this. Like this is. Yeah. And I think it's also like, I mean, I think it just feels insane to spend that much on a ticket to not have good seats, I guess. I've never like in my life had, I mean, no one else. It's like obviously history, like record breaking, but I was like in the Uber with Sean to go to Rhode Island. And this um, Uber driver is telling us how his sons wanted to go see Drake one year. So he got them all like good tickets for Drake. And Sean's like, oh, that's probably so expensive. And I was like, yeah, but he probably got like good seats for them and it was still probably the same price as like one nosebleed for Taylor Swift like yeah it is ridiculous so but I think I mean yeah totally it is ridiculous but I do believe this is one a historical event that's like I was talking to someone I was like my great-grandkids are gonna be like my great-grandma went to the era's tour (laughs) like that's how I feel how important this event is (laughs) and too I just think that the production quality and like yeah energy level like um stool presidente Dave Portnoy right (laughs) (laughs) he was talking about how like he was like 90% of like the energy comes from the audience like no matter where you are it's like she's part of it but like the entire atmosphere is just like explosive and so mm-hmm. I feel like no matter where you are, it would be so, so fun. I wonder if- Just I don't get like, like obstructed join... view. I think that's the only thing that no. would be disappointing. But I think I'll like try to find like a Facebook group or something and be like, I'm going by myself. Like who wants to make friends and just mm-hmm. find someone who also is going alone because yes, you should I'm post not- a... You should be I'm like, not... my C is like here. <laughs> like, yeah. like, are there like friends? Who am I like, next anyone... to? <laughs> yeah, literally. That'd be cute. Do you want to be a friend? <laughs> yeah yeah I think you're right I think I'm gonna do it so that's my Taylor Swift update for the week I'm sure I'll be posting a Taylor Swift update every week for the next few weeks yeah (laughs) I know we're gonna be giving lots of these yeah I love that for you I really I'm hoping that you do that because I think that's really cute one of my friends was like got tickets for her and her sister and she was like I was thinking I'm just like selling my sister's ticket (laughs) and going by myself she's like because she got them like face value She's like, then I could like make a couple thousand bucks off of it and still yeah. go. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's so insane. Um, The only thing that's more crazy than Taylor Swift is Adele's stupid Vegas concert. Really? So expensive. Adele's amazing too, though. And I would she love to see her alive. And the thing with Adele is that my, my vocal coach in high school told me this, is that Adele doesn't have proper technique. And... So she can't go on like a crazy long tour because she doesn't mm. have proper technique. And that's why she, that's probably why it is so excited to see her because it's like, she doesn't sing live a ton. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I don't know how long she's going for, but yeah. It was also like, that was years so ago. So like she probably has better technique now, but this was like when she first started out, my coach was like, yeah, yeah she can't, she gets like notes and stuff because she doesn't sing proper. She, um, well, my friend had tickets that he got face value and he was like planning a whole Vegas trip around it. And then he was like, looked at resale prices and it was literally like, he sold his tickets for like $10,000. <laughs> so he was like, well, you know what? That's worth it. 
<laughs> we can see her in another life. She can pay for our entire Vegas trip like 10 times over. Yeah, like I feel, you know, unfortunately, we're not in a financial position right now to not be making decisions like that. Like, no. you know, that's yeah, a good like, deal. That was a worthwhile investment. <laughs> unfortunately, um, I can't turn down $10,000 at the moment. <laughs> no, I know. So I was like, yeah, I get it. But anyway, episode today is an honesty hour. We haven't done an honesty hour and maybe we have, I don't know. Maybe it's been like a month. That's the goal. <laughs> so. I think it's been like six weeks. So we're like a little behind schedule, but okay. it's like, it's like, in, it's on brand for us to be a little mm-hmm. late, but still deliver. <laughs> we're still doing it. Yeah. So the honesty hour today is about sleep, which I think is going to be great because we are both sleepy girls. But we also are like very obsessed with our sleep routines. So mm-hmm. give me a good thing. Do you want to start off? Should we like read some of our aura stats? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be an honesty hour if we didn't expose ourselves. <laughs> really go out here. <laughs> Yours is going to be bad from this oh, weekend. Yes, mine is bad from this weekend. It's actually not that bad though. Like I thought it'd be worse. I'm the worst sleep score I've ever gotten on auras traveling to and from Europe like but didn't you that... get like a seven <laughs> like... yeah my ring was like did you go to bed tonight or what's going on <laughs> oh especially with the time zone change it was like I think you took a seven minute nap so we <laughs> give you a seven like in blinks in your blink account if you add all of it up <laughs> yeah exactly or it just gave me this whole like recap actually of like the season I know I was trying to find that do you know yeah I can't find that would be that would be perfect that would be really helpful for right now trends I don't even see trends okay basically also if you don't know what me and Jordan are doing right now you should definitely get an aura ring and that is like I cannot stress that enough how how impactful it is I feel like for understanding my overall health and well-being and what's good for my body and how certain things impact me Mm -hmm. no I agree I think it's also just like really fun to have data and like be tracking everything and also if you're a sleepy girl like me like I got an aura ring for expecting it to be like oh you have sleep apnea and don't actually sleep (laughs) And then it was like, mm-hmm. oh, you actually get perfect sleep every single night and are like a star performer in sleep. And I was like, okay, well, that probably means that my sleepy girl syndrome is like a different health issue that I should address. And it doesn't really have to do with my sleep at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it can definitely tell you a lot more information than you expect. But wait, I found seasonal reports. How'd you find it? Go to the three lines in the top left corner. <laughs> And then go to reports. <laughs> oh. And then go to quarterly. Okay. And then Q2. So we'll do Q2 update. Cool. So my highs, my readiness score was a 95. My sleep was a 94. And my activity was a 96. What were your highs? You kicked my ass. <laughs> my, my, okay. Also, if anyone, readiness score is basically like a combination of like how well you sleep, your activity levels the last day your heart rate variability and your temperature. And they kind of like average all of them out to see how 
how much energy and how productive you can be that day. So if you have a high readiness score, then it's like, or it will tell you like, get your ass out of bed and put in work today. And I'm exaggerating. It uses nicer words than this, but it feels like it talks to me like that. Like that's how I say it or it talks to me. Um, So my readiness high was a 93, my sleep a 92, and my activity 85. The thing with activity, my one qualm with the aura ring is like, I don't think it actively measures activity. It's not as good as as an Apple watch in that way. I mean, that's not not what it's designed to do. That's not what I use it for. So that's fine. But my ego gets hurt when it says 85 activity, when I know I've had days where I've had like a four hour dance rehearsal. I'm like, you're telling me a four hour dance rehearsal doesn't get me a hundred. Like what is a hundred? Um, I like, cause you can go back and like manually log it in. Yeah. I go back and put dance and then it will be like, cool. You worked out. I'm like, but how is that only an 85 on activity score like what do I need to do about do I need to be running marathons every day like what's going on so that's my one qualm with it but those are my highs I would agree um like it's a sleep tool it's not an activity tool yeah I think it's getting better too like it's getting Mm -hmm. it there's more and more updates cool thing about like an aura ring or an apple watch or even like you know, iPhone is like, they can just send updates to you. So it's not like you need to buy a new one every year or anything. And hopefully these have a bit longer of a lifetime than like an Apple watch or an an iPhone because everyone knows iPhones. (laughs) Obviously we all have that problem. They like die after like two years, basically on the dot. But Mm -hmm. um, hopefully this one has a longer shelf life than that. But uh, yeah, it's been updating and I like the little app updates too. I'm like, it's cute. It makes me feel like proud of myself and these little recaps it does. It's, it's makes it makes you want to be on top of your sleep routine basically. Cause it like gamifies sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was your usual bedtime? 11.05. And I think this is skewed from like travel and it like the clock literally I don't think aura quite understands like time zones changing and everything because I really don't go to bed that late normally normally I, I go to bed at like 10 so I thought I was like 11.05 that feels late for me but I think it was like we were traveling for multiple weeks and I had a couple a couple 4 a.m 5 a.m nights and so I yeah, think I feel like those you're... really skew it yeah and do you stay up later on the weekends um not if I'm like unless you're like not really like maybe I'll stay up until like 11 but I really think like having like pulling a couple all-nighters really skews my average bedtime easily from 10 to 11 yeah also like my watch or mine is probably dead like at least one or two days of the week and so you like lose two averages Mm -hmm. but my usual bedtime is 10 19 which like does make sense if anyone has hung out mm-hmm. with me in recent months I literally like fall asleep <laughs> like I'll like be in the middle of a conversation and fall asleep at 10 p.m so <laughs> so yeah that checks out I, I truly can't stay awake um and I usually wake up at 6 55 a.m which feels really late but again okay I think it's the average thing it's also like if you sleep in on the weekends or anything because I feel like you do normally wake up at like right at six yeah it also and I'm trying to think no that was when we had moose Mm. but yeah I now wake I mean it really is rare that I wake up 
later than six. Sometimes I guess I wake up, Moose comes and crawls in beds with me, and then I fall back asleep because he wakes us up at six and barks and is super irritating. So it's hard to, even if I want to, which I usually mm-hmm. do want to, sleep later than six. Mm-hmm. But I'll take seven. That's fine. Six to yeah. seven a.m. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Mine says I usually woke up at 7.42 and I think I don't have, that's something I want to work on, which I'm sure we'll talk about like our sleep discipline goals later too. But something I do want to work on is having a more consistent bedtime because especially like having to go into the office three days a week before those Monday and Friday when I don't have to go into the office, I would like sleep in until eight if I could you know? And so whenever I could sleep in, I'll like maximize that as much as possible, which makes it difficult for my body to wake up every day at the same time. Cause I don't really have, I'm not consistent enough in that regard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have my couple of my Wednesday and Friday where I skate that I wake up at like five. And then I have Monday and Friday that I wake up at like, you know, I just like, it's, it's too all over the place for me. Yeah. Um, I think we, we can do our averages and then we can start talking about like routines probably. Yes. I don't think we need to go through all or, or it gets deep in the stats. Yeah. I average seven hours and 48 minutes of sleep per night, which is great. Love that for me. <laughs> seven hours and 48. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. I average seven hours and 37. Look how close we are. We are so close. I love that it for us. Of, it kind of always pisses me off though. Like whenever I do get in bed, like at nine and I'm like ready to wake up at six and like then you wake up and you check and it it like subtracts the time in the middle of the night that you're awake and you don't realize that you're awake a couple of times middle of the night most of the time and so I think Mm. that if I went to bed at 9 p.m and woke up at six that would be eight or nine hours or whatever but then you wake up and it's like awesome you slept for seven hours and 45 minutes and I'm like what the fuck like (laughs) I'm doing the right things like at this point to be able to get like eight or nine hours on a weeknight you have to go to bed at like seven to be able to like fall asleep and stay asleep for that long Mm -hmm. yeah I really don't wake up a ton in the middle of the night which again this is what I've learned Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I do not have disruptive sleep which is great. I'm getting good sleep, but I'm still fucking tired all the time. But yeah, I think seven, between seven and eight hours is good for me over eight hours. Usually I am groggy for the rest of the day. If I like sleep like eight to nine hours. Mm. And if I sleep six to seven hours, that's when I'm like exhausted. Like I did not get enough sleep, Mm -hmm. but, but like seven and a half to eight is usually my sweet spot of like, okay, I feel pretty good. Yeah. I think it's interesting too. Like how we have multiple phases of like sleep because in different sleep cycles. Cause yeah. I notice also like, yes, if I, for me, eight to nine, I feel really good. Um, seven to eight, I feel okay. And then if I like get six to seven, I feel so shitty. But then if I get less mm-hmm. than six, I can like man up and power through easier, which I think is interesting. Oh. It's almost like getting in if you get into a certain phase of sleep, then it makes it harder for me to like get out of it at a certain point. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I would I love just... one day to do like a full actual like sleep study, like a very legit one. I know this is like as the best you could do without being in a lab, but I think it would be yeah. really cool to like do it in a lab. But I think it's been s- obviously health and wellness is like all over 
social media and everything. And so many girls are talking about cycle syncing and just like how to best treat your body to have optimal hormone health. And it's the aura ring is great so that you can see like, okay, I feel tired all the time. I feel like shit, but I am getting good sleep. So it must be something else. Like it must be, it can help validate. Like if you need a better sleep routine or if you need better eating habits or better, whatever. And I love, it has like, you can put all these tags in it. So like you can keep track of certain habits that you do and how that impacts your sleep each night and how that Mm -hmm. impacts your energy levels the next day or your heart rate variability. And so, um, Basically, this is just a whole ad for Aura Ring at this point. I was about but... to say, um, we should, we should, uh, what's it called? Like redact all the times we say Aura. <laughs> Leap it out. <laughs> yeah. hey, we're not giving this away for free. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, I love the Aura Ring. I think it's really helpful to see. And I, like things, okay, let's get into our sleep routines or like sleep mm-hmm. hacks. So my number one sleep hack is don't look at your fucking phone right before bed. Like if I am scrolling and go from scrolling to sleeping, Mm -hmm. the amount of like the quality of my sweet sleep goes down and how groggy I feel the next day goes up. Like I feel so it's like a very tangible difference. Even Mm -hmm. if I'm only scrolling for like a minute, like I just, you need to be off your phone and do something off of your phone, like read or like I don't know, meditate, daydream, whatever, before going straight to sleep. Like, I think that it's almost better to sacrifice time. Like if for some reason you're crunched on time and you're like, it's better to get like seven and a half hours of sleep and take the 30 minutes before bed to like thoughtfully wind down than just go from like a stressful phone scrolling session into eight hours of sleep. Like Mm -hmm. the wind down time is so underrated and important. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how people don't have wind down routines. I think that is something that I've gotten really good at in the last few years, like since working full time. And I feel like a wind down routine is like the one time in the day where I'm like, all I have to do is relax. Like I don't have anything coming up. All I have to do is like treat myself in a way that is going to calm me down, help me feel grounded. Like sometimes I'll be like in a therapy session and my therapist is like, when do you feel most grounded? And I'm like, honestly, when I take my candlelit shower at night before bed, like that's like one time and in, in the day that I'm like pretty consistently, no matter how anxious of a day that I had, that I can bring myself back down to earth or no matter how hard of a day that I had, like it just feels so cathartic and it, the wind down routine is non-negotiable for me. The yeah. bedtime is something I struggle with, but the wind down always happens. Even if, yeah, even if I have a late dance class or practice and I get home at 11, I'm still going to take my shower and I'm still going to read. Even if it's just two sentences, I'm going to do it. So you're just getting off your fucking phone before bed. is like truly one of the best things that you can do for mm-hmm. yourself. Another thing too, I know a lot of people like have sometimes have a drink after work or like Mm -hmm. before bedtime and something that I've noticed is if you're going to have a drink on a weeknight um just try to have that drink like as early as possible like Mm -hmm. as far away from your bedtime as you can like if you're you know you want to have a drink on Wednesday or whatever with a friend like try to have that happy hour be for 5 30 like as early as you can get there because 
the later or the closer that the drink is to my bedtime, I will feel like significantly worse having like a drink at 9 PM than I would having a drink at five, like having a drink at five, like I don't notice a major impact in my activity or like readiness level, like not even just aura ring, but like how I literally feel in my body. Um, but if I have it closer to like nine or 10, I start to feel way shittier. And that also just comes to like what time you're going to bed and your body's clock and everything. But like, still the earlier you can have that drink, have it. Same with dessert. Um, if you're a dessert Mm. girly, I feel like I, for a while was like, Oh, like I, like I was like, Oh, I want to like save dessert. And so I would like watch one or two episodes and be like, Hey, look on the second episode, I'll have desserts. You know, just, I don't know why it was just like something to look forward to. Like it kind of like makes it last (laughs) longer. It feels like, but was fucking with my sleep and then I realized like okay if I just have dessert right after dinner then my body's digesting everything at the same time and like I'm not just like going to bed and hitting a sugar high while I'm mm-hmm. trying to fall asleep or while I am asleep and like regardless of if it wakes you up or not it's still fucking with your sleep and so yeah it's that's a good one sugar and alcohol like definitely as early as you can even just um, food <laughs> like yeah. even just dinner like the earlier the better at that point yeah And like walk around if you can after dinner. The other Mm -hmm. thing that I just recently learned that I think is important. Well, actually I've known this, but I saw it on TikTok and it was my theory validated. Um, But you still can have benefits, not like the full benefits, but really strong benefits of like laying in your bed and closing your eyes, even if you don't fall asleep. And Mm -hmm. so if you are like someone who's like, oh, I can't nap, but I'm always tired or like, I have a really hard time falling asleep and it's so I just want to like get as tired as I possibly can before I actually get in bed or if you wake up early because your stupid dog wakes you up and you're like dang it now I'm like awake at 5 30 and I didn't want to be awake at 5 30 you still have a lot of benefits for your brain of just closing your eyes and not doing anything instead of like staying in bed and scrolling for example like that is going to wake your brain up and and give you things like that's not restful to the main point. Mm-hmm. But if you just lay there and close your eyes, even if you don't fall asleep, your brain still like gets the rest benefits of sleep. So that's been yeah. something that I've been trying to like think about more when I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I can't take a nap or like I'll scroll, like I'll go sit, lay in bed and scroll. And it's like, that's not resting. Like yeah. go lay in bed and close your eyes. I think that's important too. If you're someone who like, if you're having a big event coming up and you get like it's hard for you to fall asleep because you're getting stressed out about the big event. Or I do this sometimes where like, I know I have to wake up early for something. And so I like toss and turn. I'm like, really, you know, you just like wake up in the middle of the night. You're like, God, I have to wake up at six. I'm like, it's already three. And you just start getting in your head about it. Like I've found that just like accepting, like, you know what, if I can't fall back asleep, that's okay. Like, yeah, I'll just be tired. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. And that's helped me. I feel like the pressure to like go back to sleep or the pressure to like, yeah, to have that like actual sleep time. (laughs) I don't know why, but yeah, just knowing that, yeah, just laying there is also good and laying there and not stressing about it would be much more beneficial than laying there and tossing and turning and like all stressed out, which I know is easier said than done, but that's something I've tried to reframe. It's like, if you just lay here, that's okay too. And if you're tired, that's okay. You'll live, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned this earlier. What are your sleep goals? So now that I don't have 
a nine to five that I have to wake up for a certain time, I still, I, I want to get better about my sleep discipline now. And I think it will be easier for me because I won't feel like burnt out from this job that I know I'm not like taking anywhere. And I know that whatever I do wake up and get out of bed to do is like towards my actual career goals and what I actually want. So I think it will be easier for me, at least is what I'm telling myself. So hopefully that's just going to be the truth, but, um, I, I want to be realistic and just get consistent about a 6am wake up. Like I always say 5am, but like you heard my average wake up time at 742. I'm not there. Clearly <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> so I, I think a realistic goal would be six and, um, I just, I don't want to lose that. And I don't want to be like wasting this time where I'm, you know, having less responsibilities or having a little less on my plate. Like I want to be making, taking full advantage of it. So I would like to wake up at six and have like a slow morning and then, you know, work on school applications and stuff um, in the morning. And then I'll have work from like two to 7 PM or something like that. And so I think it will be a really nice change of pace and lifestyle. And hopefully it, hopefully my sleep routine and discipline will get better because I will feel a little less burnt out and a little more fulfilled and maybe yeah. a little more balanced, which is what we're all trying to achieve all the time. And like I like enjoying your morning. I feel like is like motivation yeah. to get up. Earlier. I know. I really want to like have a slow morning and then like have an enjoyable, quick, workout like I I really do want to start doing strength training again because it's just so good for you even though I never do and so I would like to do like 20 or 30 minutes of that in in the morning time and just be really on top of it my 6 p.m wake up and 10 p.m bedtime like every every day especially now like I don't have any trips coming up I feel like it's a good time to to get on top of it Mm -hmm. um I like that. I agree. Like I want to be more consistently up at 6am because apparently I'm, (laughs) (laughs) but like, I want to like actually be like, okay, it's 6am. Like I'm waking up, which I have been a lot better about in the past couple of weeks. And I think Mm -hmm. Seattle is a hard place to live in because of how large the swings are of like time and darken and lightness. And so it has just been a lot easier because it's summer and I try to be gentler on myself during the winter. Like it's fine. But in the summer now that it's like, I literally fall asleep and it's light out and I wake up and it's light out. Like I, I don't see the darkness ever. Yeah, (laughs) but it's tough. I know. And so it's, it is, I mean, that's, I think my sleep is shorter because of that, but it does help you wake up earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I think that's a good one. 6am wake up consistently. Yeah. And I think maybe, you know, when it becomes winter and yeah, it has been easier to wake up early now. Like, I feel like I wake up at six and the sun is like brighten up. It's like, amazing and so I I think maybe when it's winter maybe I'll adjust to like seven like let's be mm-hmm. realistic and like, like kind to ourselves you know yeah, yeah like seven or six thirty or something like it is way harder to wake up when the sun's not out like yeah exponentially even like today it's been it's been like so beautiful completely cloudless crystal clear blue skies every single day for like the past few weeks and this morning I woke up and it was like cloudy and it was just mm-hmm. literally just harder to get out of bed just with that change. And so like mm-hmm. the middle of fucking dead Seattle winter is very hard. So I will be gentle on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's our episode on sleep. Very important. Yeah. I think also 
I feel like sleep discipline is like, it sounds like a less exciting topic, but it's something that I'm constantly working on and thinking about. And so I feel like a lot of people also are probably working on and thinking about it consistently. Like, or not even thinking about it and like that too. It's important to talk about. Like, I don't think I ever realized. I mean, so especially let's say when we were in college, we were like feral, (laughs) (laughs) but undomesticated. (laughs) Yeah. Literally like wild animals, but it's like, I was like, oh, it's the drink, you know, like drinking is impacting my sleep and like, but it's like, no, literally everything that I was doing, I was like eating unhealthy meals. I had no sleep routine whatsoever. I had, Mm -hmm. I never read. I was scrolling before bed, like all of those things come into play and if you can just like start doing a couple things your sleep will be so the other thing that I would say is being hydrated I think that that Mm. helps me wake up and sleep better Mm -hmm. every single night um but yeah if you can just like do a couple easy things like you don't need to have like a four hour autumn beautiful blissful wind down (laughs) with like a full dance routine and like (laughs) full dance choreographed (laughs) but you can just be like okay I'm gonna now I'm gonna have like cut my wine off at 6 p.m. and mm-hmm. just see how it makes you feel and like you might feel way better yeah I know I think sometimes when we talk about our like dream states for certain things like it sounds really elaborate and overwhelming and so yeah the, the, you could just what is what is a one percent better look like for you and like could 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 you make that happen like that's kind of how I've started to look at change it's like what's a little bit better and can I just do mm-hmm. that tomorrow or do that today and like I can feel proud of myself for that. It doesn't need to be a 5 a.m. wake up and an 8 p.m. in bedtime with a two-hour reading session. It really doesn't. But whatever makes whatever makes you feel good. But can and you read one you, sentence before bed every night? Like, Could you, you turn know. your TV off 20 minutes earlier? Or could you wear blue light blocking glasses while you watch your TV? Or like, you know, there's just, there's little things yeah. that will make a big impact. Agreed. Well, as always um rate review subscribe let us know how much you love this and <laughs> tell us you love us okay <laughs> tell us we're amazing and we will see you next week woohoo woohoo